Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your host, Victoria J, and good morning, good morning, good morning. As you guys can see, I got a guest with me today on this Freedom Friday. Yay. Let us welcome to the show my girl, my AKA, my sister, my partner in crime, my therapist, my hairdresser. <laughs> Did I leave anything out? My planner bestie, because I told you guys about the planners. And for those of you in the triad, you guys remember her as New York Eyes, the baddest hair braiding girl in the game when she brought us the heat to Forsyth, to North Carolina. She brought the heat and she was in high demand. Welcome to the show, Irene. How are you today? Hey, my people. I am doing well. Thank you. Thank you, God. I am doing well. How about yourself? How are you doing? Girl, we gonna get into some things today. Let me tell you, let me tell you. But first and foremost, guys, you know what we do. Let's give God some praise. Let's give God some praise. Father God, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the very breath that we're breathing this morning, Lord. We thank you for all your blessings, all the things that you have bestowed upon us this day. Father God, we are not strangers to your grace and your mercy because we know that it's new every day. And on this Friday, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, oh Lord, because you are worthy to be praised. Amen, everybody. Everybody. Amen. 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 So, Irene, did you pour into yourself on this fine Friday morning? I always ask Girl, my guests if they poured into themselves. Let me tell you something. I have to pour into myself because if I don't, you're going to find me someplace laying on the curb. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I have to pour into myself because if for nothing else, I messed up on me. If, 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 well, you know it, but I, I'm loving some me. I love some me. Thank God. And I know that God loves some me. And with that being I said, I need to get I messed to, up on me. Yeah, you, yeah. Because let me tell you something. It's an awesome thing when you messed up on yourself because God, if He promised us nothing else, we, you know what? I'm going to leave that alone. But you got to be messed up on you. Because by you being being messed up on yourself, it shows other people how to treat you. And if you can't treat me no better than myself or God, I'm not going to hold you to that. But you got to have your own way of treating me well. And the only way to do that is by you seeing my leadership. Uh I treat myself. Uh So I see all I have to say. I got to be messed up on me and I have to point to myself. Because I have three daughters, and the only thing that they have that's similar is the fact that they're all girls. Oh, that's I it. know that's right. That's it. They don't eat the same. They don't walk the same. They don't talk the same. They don't process the same. Nothing about them is the same. Nothing. They're all approximately five years apart. I have my bonus love child who's 23. I have Malika, and we all know Malika. She's on the autism spectrum. She's 19. Mm-hmm. And then I have my youngest, Miana, who is 13, who will be 14 in June. My baby. So again, yes. If I don't point to myself, y'all going to find me on the curb someplace because they're going to withdraw from me. I so I have to point right. to me because they're withdrawing from me. 
Well, I know that's right. Let me tell you, these kids, they get, I, I read a post, well, I seen a post the other day uh, from one of my sisters and she was saying, well, actually my sister-in-law, what I call her, my sister, and she had the pictures of her two daughters up there and she was like, man, they grow up so fast and one of them, she's been in Texas for a while going to school and now she's moving to Arizona I think to either get her master's or her doctorate or something. And I said, you know what? They do grow up so fast. But the thing about it, when they're gone, like out of the state, but like I got one still in the state, I got to almost uh, halt tie her, text her 99 times <laughs> to get her. I guess she say, mama, she'll be there. She's always going to be there. So you know, it's a beautiful thing. Enjoy them while you can, even though you got to pour into yourself. Child, let me tell you, you guys, I have been trying to get this one right here. The show with me forever. So glory be to God when she decided that she was going to come on. It just thrilled me to death. And I'm so grateful that she decided to come on, guys, for the Freedom Fridays. Because, you know, I've been talking to you guys a lot about, oh, I just talk about so many serious topics. And, you know, truth, truth be told, they are near and dear to my heart. Anything that I do bring to the show. But I want to chop it up with my girl. I want you guys to see that. Victoria ain't all Christian Christian all day. <laughs> she carried God with her, definitely. He is my first and foremost, but God know his child. So he know when I need some human contact, I go to my therapist <laughs> and I get to go to therapy for free. And I've been going to therapy for free for a long time. <laughs> oh, what? Over 30 some more years, right? That That is my my author. She has a, a life, a lifelong past in therapy. In therapy. Listen, I, we were just talking about it, guys. Uh, I said, after this session, I might need another session. I, need, I might need a therapy session. <laughs> and she started telling me, guys, that I need to pour into myself. I do pour into myself greatly, but sometimes, 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 Jesus, 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 I got to call on you sometimes. Sometimes people will have you just, just completely, they'll just snatch you right back out the spirit. I don't care how much you pray. They'll snatch you right by your flesh and just snatch you up. And you be looking in the mirror, do I shake them or shake myself? <laughs> and that's when that holy hood pours in. And that's yeah. that's who I am. And it's like, you know, I it, hmm. first of all, me being hesitant on the show, and I, I had a stroke. I had a, a aneurysm in a stroke. So I'm I'm kind of cautious on talking, which is funny because I love to talk. And uh. I'm a therapist and I'm a, a life coach and all that other good stuff prior to me having a stroke. But um, I guess it paid that I, I talk a lot because I, I still talk. But um, one of the things that <clears throat> is important is self, self-care. Mm-hmm. This is exactly why. It, it definitely showed and proved why it is important. And mm-hmm. people will show up and they will try to take from you. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, by nature, that's even us, like that's, that's who we are. That's what we do. 
But mm-hmm. we have to have that senses of not right now. This is mm-hmm. what I'm doing. This is what's important to me. And you have to look at life like a staircase. Before you can get up here, okay, before we can get up here, we start here. So mm-hmm. it's little by little. So if somebody's already up here and they're trying to snatch you down from here, there's already things that I need to do. Before I can mm-hmm. even up here, my day is already set. Mm-hmm. So when I have something left over, then I might be mm-hmm. able to pour into you. Mm-hmm. And it's not selfish. This is just the way of life. Because again, if you don't take care of yourself and you're always ripping and running to take care of somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's kind of messed up. But you, you have to point to yourself. It's important. It's important to have that human contact it's definitely important. This vibe that we have, this over 30 some odd year friendship, it's important mm-hmm. to have that lifeline because as humans, especially self-sufficient, oh, I can do that myself and I got this. Mm-hmm. Baby, no, you don't. No, you God don't. Did, he didn't give us this walk to do alone. Mm-hmm. You have to have those with you, but you can't mm-hmm. have those takers with you all of the time. You have mm-hmm. to have those that you are evenly yoked with. Oh, that yeah. Is, it is so important. Well, you know what? What you saying that I want to touch on a couple points, and this is definitely, guys, uh, we talk like this all day, every day. Um, you said, you know, the takers. I kind of felt like that when I was going through everything that I was going through. And, of course, my audience do know my story about you know, working and losing everything. And I felt like I was taken, taken, taken. Every time I pick up the phone to call you or someone else that I'm close to that's still in my circle, kind of sort of maybe. We'll talk about that later. Um, I always felt like I was taken. And I said, well, one of these days, they just gonna just tell me I am just getting on their nerves. They're not gonna answer the phone. But as I as I've gone on this journey for the last two years, I realized that that's what God put you guys there for. He knew the exact time and the exact who, who would have to help carry me when I couldn't carry myself. Even though He carries me every day, all day, it's kind of like human contact. Human contact. My faith was not as strong as it is now. So he knew that his daughter needed that human contact to carry her through. So I, I thank I thank you guys for that. I thank you, especially because Lord knows I didn't call to talk to you. We didn't talk to guys, we didn't talk. And it was all therapy. <laughs> it's important. It's important to have that. And um, I mean. If nothing else, you know, I'm I'm very, I'm probably over truthful if there is such a thing, but I am truthful. And if I'm busy, then I'm busy. And if I can't, then I can't. But you need that in mm-hmm. your life. In the same way, you have your circle. You have those who you would shop with. You have those mm-hmm. that you would count shop with, that you would go to the racks. You got that heavy up and go. I'm going for this, uh, this outfit. And you know, like you got the fast food people. You got to sit down and eat people. Friendships is the same thing. It's the same mm-hmm. way. You can't mm-hmm. have that one person that's everything for you, for you know, for all of the walk of life. It's okay. This is what I can have for that. This is what I can have for that. 
Mm-hmm. Same, same things with true friendships. You won't tell somebody else everything, but then you mm-hmm. have those in your circle that you just let go. You just mm-hmm. let go. Mm-hmm. And you be truthful. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need. You need that transparent, authentic relationship with friends because we have it with God, but you have to have it on a human source. You mm-hmm. need everybody needs That's the truth. That's the truth. I'm still going to need my therapist. But I'll tell you what, I rock out with uh, things about us. And it's a husband and a wife podcast. Shouts out to the things about us. I love your show. Anyway, he let his wife do an episode last week with her besties. And I was listening to the show and it just made me terribly because I'm like, we're not in, even though we talk on the phone all the time, I wish that we were physically in the same city so that we could do some stuff together. Because for anybody that know you, you always doing something, you always going somewhere. You had the Girl Scouts, you got the Girl Scouts again, motivational speaking. When I tell you, you know, I admire you so much because as you said, and I wasn't going to mention it, but you put it out there, sister, that she is a stroke survivor and for anybody that plays pays a close attention to my show you guys will hear me mention bits and pieces of my comrades in christ my sisters in christ whether it's a physical sister with we got blood running through our veins but this one right here is my sister sister has been there for me through the ups and downs through the divorces through the marriages through the uh uh-uh he ain't the one girl all of it she's been here so you're like my strong sister. You're my sister. I know that I can tell a secret and it ain't going to go no further. And if it does go any further, I don't even think it would go that far. I was going to say maybe you and your husband having pillow talk, but I don't think I don't see you as that person where it goes no further. So as I was listening to their show, Fiona, I kind of got a little jealous because I was like, I'm missing. And I did send them a message and I said, I love, love the episode, but y'all made me miss my besties terribly even though we talk on the phone every day it is not anything like that human contact you know for yourself I've been telling you uh my aunt I just started talking to her and I haven't seen her for over 30 years and when I talk to her she's she holds my mother in such high regards I I mean she's always talking about how my mother had a beautiful soul and uh, next to her baby sister. She didn't know a sweeter woman. And mm-hmm. I got to washing dishes one day and I was listening to uh, the things about us episode with Fiona and I was thinking about you and I was like, you know, that's a beautiful thing when you can hold your sister in that high regard. We always hold other people and and put them in those places versus family members. And I guess for me, that was the first time that I actually seen one of my family members hold somebody at that high esteem and I I put you right up there with her because we've been through a lot together you've heard me cry we've lost sisters together we've lost loved ones together mothers I mean but we what you see is what you get with Miss Riri I mean she goes by Riri New York eyes what is what is it now Irene what's the what's the new one this Miss maybe, memes. Miss, 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 
we said, oh, the isms. Michael is my the isms. Diary isms. She's like, Ma, you just got isms. You just be coming out. You just be coming out of the surface with that. This is isms, isms, the isms. Yeah, but that's that's who you are for me. That's that's who you are for me. It's funny because every time I do actually talk to one of my blood sisters, they always go like, you still talk to her? And I'm like, of course, I still talk to her. Y'all been friends for a long time. Yes, ma'am, we have. She ain't going nowhere. Unless we six feet under, We probably I'm probably going to be trying to get and in there. With still her. Talk, exactly. I'll be look, banging your cabinets. Look, yeah, look, it's going to be like, I'm going to be that one that they say that show out at the funeral that try to get over it in the casket that be performing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But it's, you know, it's, it's true. Uh, but I moved from North Carolina, what, in the 90s? Uh, was it the 90s? I, I believe so. I believe it was the 90s. But it, yeah. I would like to say that Victoria is the one, the one constant friend that I still have from my New York eyes, North Carolina days that we still talk. Mm-hmm. During, if, if not every day, every week or you know like every month or have you look at it she's my one constant she's she's the one constant of all i think these we all need that New York. the one constant. and we met it, the way we met was just so strange because she was the fly girl y'all she was the fly girl with the white girl haircut <laughs> braiding <laughs> everybody else's hair in North Carolina, but she was the fly girl. She was just that fly chocolate just dropping. You know how we thought we was everything in our 20s? You remember how we just thought we was just everything in our 20s? Yes, yes, yes. Not not to take away from the flyness now, but I'm just saying, you know, when you reminisce, because I got about 20 pounds on me. I wish I could look like when I was 21. I mean, I I was the smallest I ever been after I had Alex. I was like a size two. I had never been a size two in my life. So I'm talking about those moments. If you only, whew, if the streets could talk. But thank God, they, let me tell you something. I'm if I'm not blessed about nothing else. I am blessed that we had those heydays prior to the social media taking the pictures mm-hmm. in the fall. There is no documentation. Girl, what you talk about? We, went we had beepers we back had then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We and, had beepers. And, and couldn't find a payphone to call nobody back. So, you know, uh-uh. but we had fun. It was just fun. We didn't we didn't have fun. we didn't have oh, let me take a picture of that. Like we just got caught in the moment and we just had fun. And that that was mm-hmm. it. It wasn't mm-hmm. no documentation. It wasn't it wasn't none of that. We just had genuine fun. We looked to be, and it, again, it was that human interaction. We looked for our sisters. We looked to be with people. Like we wanted to be surrounded by people. We didn't consider it. Mm-hmm. We didn't consider it robbery to mm-hmm. spend time with someone else, to give up mm-hmm. ourselves. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. That's what we knew. Mm-hmm. And that was a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. That was a beautiful thing. It was. I think that that's what social media has done, to tell you the truth, is it has robbed the ch- these younger the younger oh. generation don't get me wrong it does some good because we both have our social media pages i mean you've got the organizations that you do with mm-hmm. uh, our happiness movement and then the bronx autism so it does have some good 
So when I'm always talking about social media, it's not per se to just knock any of the platforms. It's robbing our children. And I can say our children, anybody under 21, it's robbing them of their youth. It's robbing them of exercise, getting outside because, you know, back in our day, we gonna walk around the block. We going to our girlfriend house. The neighborhood was gonna be there. We was joking. We was playing. We was doing whatever. We walked to get where we go went. We caught the city bus to get where we wanted to go. We had to move in that direction. And now all it takes is this: the cell phone. That's it. That's it. It's I mean, like, I can FaceTime you. Ordered. It was we was talking about it took forever. I'm still in the walk um, in the walk in the wheelchair, still trying to walk my daughter to school. But that's oh, yeah. in my mind. I knew to mm-hmm. get outside to do these things. That's what mm-hmm. I knew to do. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because we joked they're like, okay, you walked out of school. Now who was walking your little lady you stuff? <laughs> who walking you back? Like who's doing that? But that's what I knew to do. That's yeah. what we, you know, that's that's that was our mindset. You got up because you know we grew up. It's like you ain't sucking on my ear. You ain't coming on the AC. Like no, like you, everybody. The, yeah, the yeah. Had, <laughs> in that room, you wasn't coming on the AC back there. Like no, you better go no. outside. And God mm-hmm. knows there wasn't no ear outside. It's like a hundred. I grew up in the south, the Louisiana. So Lord knows it was like a hundred some degrees, but you were still mm-hmm. outside, like kickballing and riding bikes and everything else. Mm-hmm. Some degree weather, like mm-hmm. but you wasn't miles that's right that's right and i think that's they don't know nothing about going outside it it, they don't know nothing about going outside now i do have a group of kids over here that they're constantly outside and i'm at that stage in my life where y'all i love the kids victoria loved the kids but victoria ain't got no kids in her house right now and it's been like that for about four or five years now. And it is a beautiful thing because I ain't got nobody to clean up after. I ain't got nobody to make dinner for. And if I say tonight is go for yourself night, uh, honey, can you pick something up on your way home? I don't have those demands of homework and projects and school events and after school events and being tired when you get off work and you still got to pick baby girl up from choir because she didn't went with the choir and they got festivals and this and that and band and that. Ooh. So my hat goes off to you mothers oh, and you honey, are a late bloomer to you because i i am a late bloomer i did not have my first child my first biological child until my 30s uh, and i can't even I, imagine exactly i didn't have malika until and I, yeah i say her name was it that late yeah i had malika i was pregnant at 32 i had her at 33. And not only was she my first child, she had autism. So mm-hmm. it was like, I got hit with a lot of whammies at once. Mm-hmm. I left mm-hmm. my career and I've been a stay-at-home mom ever since. So I've never worked outside the home. She has never been in a traditional school. I have homeschooled her. So I became a teacher. I was already a motivational speaker and a life coach and a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, I became the whole school foundation. So everything mm-hmm. that's in the school, that's who I was. The principal, mm-hmm. the teacher, the dietitian, the nutrition, the, the school field trip provider. Like I was, I was the everything quickly. It mm-hmm. was no handbook on that. That's just who I became. 
Mm-hmm. So it's, it, you know, it, it's incredible. And on top of that, I have, um, I don't refer to her as my stepdaughter, but my husband, who is my high school sweetheart, he has a daughter. So she is, um, she's technically my oldest. I, I say my oldest. So that we had a very rough relationship in the beginning. It was mm-hmm. a, very, a very rough relationship. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was already a mother to her prior to me having Malika. Then I had Malika. And then so, so, so it was just like, I just went straight into motherhood. But I thank God and, and God is the best to know us because the route that he has us on. When I went into motherhood, it was no battle between being a mother in the club, being a mm-hmm. mother in the family, being a mm-hmm. mother and having my first apartment. I I did all of that and then some. So mm-hmm. when I became a mother, I was just as hard as I went into clubbing because I went hard. As hard as I went into We both fly, did. <laughs> I, went hard. I went hard into everything. You see all these planners, like everything I do, I do for real, for real. I don't play. I go hard. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. I became a mother, oh my God, I was I was that mother. I, I, you know, and now I'm I'm a different mother. I'll say that. Because we mm. go through stages. We, we Anything in life, we become different. So mm-hmm. now I'm a different mother, but I thank God again for the path of of how things work, because mm-hmm. the direction and just like I say, the staircase, I was mm-hmm. able to guide up the stairs. I didn't start here and then go there, and, there, and that's why I love trees. I, I anybody, I love trees, and that's that's one of the glories of a tree. Is like if that doesn't go right, it's so many different branches. Right. So many different, you know, leaves mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And I love I look at the word leaf. Some sometimes things leave. Mm-hmm. But in the next season it comes back, but not the mm-hmm. same. But mm-hmm. it will come back. Mm-hmm. And that's the glory of it. So you gotta put out there, you know, you're every bit of your mother. I'm every bit of my mother, and then some. You know, yeah. so that you gotta you gotta pay attention to the assignment. That's that's yeah. this gotta pay attention to the assignment. Well, you know, I dropped the ball on many assignments, so you, but, you already know. But, but the ones you, you that didn't I dropped the life, you didn't drop the ball. You 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 started, and it was for them to pick up on. Mm-hmm. And then some things you get to come back to. Mm-hmm. So don't don't look at it as you dropped the ball because you're still here. Mm-hmm. You still have a chance to go forth. Now we're not promised twenty minutes from right now, but we got this second right now today. Right I now, always say that. So that's what I said. That's why I always say God's grace and mercy because it's something that He's got. He evidently He wants us to do. It's in His will to wake us up the next day. And oh, so- just just look at you. I mean, like you know, I wasn't gonna bring it up, sister girl, but since you decided to go into being the superwoman that you are, just look at God's grace and mercy on you because nobody would have ever thought that you're a stroke survivor. It's not like your child with autism just went away after you had the stroke. That's it. You were a motivational speaker. I know that for a fact. You were ripping and running up into the school and everything. And those were the times where I was kind of mad because I was like, they taking too much of her time. By the time she get home, she got to play mama and where my time fit in at. I need somebody. But with all that being said, look at you. 
to look at you, you, you wouldn't even think that anything happened. And I have to give all the glory and all the praise to our Heavenly Father because He keeps His hands on us and He knows the ones that He keeps His hands on. And I'm always saying, if you don't have a story, mm. God can't use you. That's it. If you don't have a story, God can't use you. And look at your story. Look at your story. And I, I just, I mean, it does my heart good to, to even the fact that we are just friends. Because I know a whole lot more that would take longer than this 30-minute segment. And people will be like, wow. So, you know, and she's my therapist. So there you have it. There you have it. That's the one that keeps me sane. It's God first. My husband and then her, but most of the time he ain't trying to hear all that jibber jabber. He say I complain and watch. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, you know. Growing up, <laughs> you know, from the south or whatever. I, you know, I'm technically I was born in the Bronx, but I was raised in the south, and I was mm-hmm. raised by southern parents. Mm-hmm. And um, the the one funny thing is like when my mother would. We, we couldn't say the word liar. Like, that was a curse. Liar was a curse. And when she would say storyteller, yeah. uh-huh. he would call me a storyteller. And not as a storyteller as you told a story, because that that also was our word for lie. But I was uh-huh. a storyteller. Like, I would always tell a story. And it would be funny because it was like, if we was in those days of, like, the campfires and, you know, like, it would be like, come, Miss Mimi's telling the story. Like, I would be that person sitting around the fire and you would want to hear the stories. I love to talk. Like, I love to tell stories. That's who I am. I like to bring humor to something. I, I don't like to be too serious. That's, and honestly, that's just me. I don't really like a lot of seriousness because it's heavy. I don't like uh-huh. a lot of, I uh-huh. don't, uh-huh. I, I don't see it as a curse or anything like that. But the one thing I will take away from all the lessons Yesterday is gone. Yesterday yeah. is gone. And what it was yesterday's gone and tomorrow may never be mine. So you uh-huh. have to be fully present in your right now, as always. And again, uh-huh. you know, back to how technology and all this other stuff has, has robbed our children of the of the now of the today's. Like they're so hung up on being able to take a picture on their phone and always going back to that picture. A lot of what we went through in life is memory. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Even after the strokes, and one of the funniest things was, the doctors said that I would not remember a lot. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't remember my past, and it was gone. And when I came out, I was less than ninety. I was ninety some pounds. Like I was, it was, it was minute by minute. I all my uh-huh. hair was shaved off. You know, like it was, it was one of those type of things. But when I say we got to hold on to the glory of God. Because mm-hmm. I remember things. It's the it's the right now that I don't remember as well. The then mm-hmm. I can rem- oh my God I can remember things. And again, we don't have those pictures to go back to of mm-hmm. from the then, but mm-hmm. we still have the memories. And I thank God mm-hmm. for the memories. But with that being said, we not promised a minute from right now. Mm-hmm. But with the memories we have right now. Remember everything that was poured into you, who you was taught to be, who uh-huh. you know you are to be, and be that, uh-huh. and move forward in that. 
and control mm-hmm. what you can control. All we can control is us. That's it. I know you were talking about the memories in my mind. You know, my mind go places. And I was thinking about that one little episode in the family that prays when the, the two took the trip and she woke up and the lady was trying to, you know, fix the camera. And she says, it says memory gone, memory gone. It just gave me a flashback of that because knowing your story. And like you said, we didn't have cell phones. So everything is by memory. And even with the younger generation right now, taking pictures and videos and everything, nine times out of 10, they don't go back and look at half of those pictures except for maybe that day or that week when they're trying to show it off but we got memories in our head that will last a lifetime so I mean walking talking miracle I always tell people God delivered me from from the alcohol and so many different heartbreaks in my life but uh glory be to God I you know Walk and talk and miracle, guys. Y'all see it. It's a walk and talk and miracle. And then we always talk about, I think prior we were talking about, she was saying that she stuttered. I said, I don't hear. I hear that thick, heavy New York Bronx accent. I don't hear no stuttering, no none of that. But I still hear, I hear my friend. I hear my friend. It was so funny because every time I got off the phone with you way back when I was younger, people always say, we know when you was talking to Irene because you try to put on that New York Bronx accent. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I think about that time, you know, doing hair as my New York eyes thing. I always wanted how I see myself as a head. First of all, I always wanted to be a psychiatrist. I always wanted to be a psychiatrist or a psychologist, however you look at it. But when I found out about all that schooling and all that stuff, it was like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's too much. That, that was too much. <laughs> that's not for me. So as a cosmetologist, I found out that you could still do the same thing. Like, you could still mm-hmm. be a person. You know, me being a motivational speaker and, and talking all that, I did all of that prior to us having that coin of life coach you know so having Uh who i was as a a cosmetologist as i like to call it an an enhancer because Uh you all have beauty so somebody's just putting an enhancement on that but i always Uh want to put you in the mind of the show cheers Sam is a bartender but he's still taught you know that's who i always wanted to be as a cosmetologist so, you know, like we're together for so many hours. So I wanted to be somebody who you could talk to. And mm-hmm. that's how I, that's how I coined myself. That's how I seen it. That's like, so I would have my headset, my head, remember my headset phone? I remember your headset. I got one girl with the little mic. Exactly. And that I- was like, that was so before <laughs> time. Like that was so that was. before time. And I had my little headset and the phone would be clipped to my waist. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking here and I'm talking here and I'm doing here. And, you know, like I, the, the long fingernails and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's just like I look at all of that stuff from the then and I'm still that person. But now it's just a little bit different. Right. And it's just it's just so miraculous how God does these things and oh, we yeah. don't know but he's already setting forth the stage. I look at the, we know I love coach. Oh, I love coach. My first pocketbook that my mother bought me was a coach bag. I still mm-hmm. have that bag. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to plug it or anything, but 
I don't, I didn't look at, she was already telling me. God probably, and I don't, I'm assuming this, but God could have possibly told her what my destiny was in life. Or even mm -hmm. if he didn't sit down and tell her that was my destiny, something led her to getting that back, to giving me that back, to me being who I am today. So mm -hmm. it's just like, you, you don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh, but he knows. Mm -hmm. So you got to follow mm -hmm. the assignment. Follow it. Mm -hmm. Open your heart. Be open to that. Mm -hmm. It leads you. It leads you. You know, this guy. is perfect too. It's perfect too because when I first started this podcast, we talked about it. We talked about doing me. I said I talk so much. I'm, I'm gonna start my podcast because I didn't have nobody in the house to talk to. And I, I'd be talking to you for hours and then you got to go tend to your family. And I got to think about all the seriousness that went on in our society and then the stuff that was going on with me. And I was like, you know what? This could be therapy as well as giving back to the community because I feel like I take, take, take so much from so many important people in my life that I look up to. What, what a way for God to use me. And you talking about the coach bag. I mean... I remember God when I was working at Dillard's Dillard's and we got that coat. You remember that? When we I, saw, got that I still bag. have that bag. I know you do because you save everything. Girl. <laughs> I mean, you see the swan here. Like one day I just do a tour. This room in itself is just like I keep everything. But I was talking about that and you kept saying, I don't know what your exact words for were, but you was like, go for it or, or do, do, do what if God placed that in your heart, it's not for everybody. It might be just your assignment for you to do. And I kept trying to get people to come along and be guest co-hosts and host with me. And you kept saying, maybe it's just something that God wants you to do by yourself. And I'm sitting here a couple of days ago and I'm like, you know what? I am kind of glad I don't have anybody to play tug of war with, you know, whether it's a topic that I want to talk about or a guest that I want to bring on. And as I thought about it, I was telling my auntie this other day, I said, someone, you know, reached out to me and wanted me to pay them for some sponsorship. Coach, you heard she say she got all y'all coach bags. So I'm just saying, I'm plugging it. <laughs> I'm plugging it. Um, <laughs> And I told him, I said, look, you know, things will come as they come. But I told myself one thing, I've invested in so many businesses, I wasn't putting a dollar into anything else. Yeah. And he said, where do you want your podcast to go? And I said, well, God has always been the driver in the driver's seat. And I'm going to sit right over here in the passenger seat. And I'm going to continue to let him drive. Because if I jump in the driver's seat, I might take us down the street around the corner on the highway and he might be trying to take us through the wilderness to get go. me to see something that I need to see. So it's he said, well, you don't want any advertisement? I said, no. I said, I feel like this. Everything I do, I do for God's glory. If I reach one person, if my story, because it's not about the platform, it's about my story, it's about my guest story, it's about your story. If I reach one person by being able to put it out there, I've done what God has instilled in me to do, his plan and his will for my life. And that's the whole purpose. I know that he can do amazing things. And I said, you know, the Bible says those that have ears, let them hear. So that those are there are going to want to hear it. They're going to come along and hear it. 
And it was amazing. I had to hear that again. Shouts out to Conversations with Kim, folks. Thank you guys. So these three amazing brothers, I mean, you can tell God is walking with everything that they do. I heard that from Corey and I had to be reminded in my spirit that all things work together for, for the, for two. I'm sitting at home. I ain't doing nothing anyway. I'm going to talk to you for, from about 12 o'clock in the afternoon to six or seven o'clock at night. So why not do something for God's glory? And we spoke about that, about you getting back into your motivational speaking, which I just love that. And I love the fact that you was doing Girl Scouts, although you tried to tell me before the show started that I could be a Girl Scout leader (laughs) and we could do Zoom meetings. I don't know about all that, but I love the children and I am for the cause. A check. That's it. That's it. You know, but, but maybe know, some, some of these kids in my neighborhood need to be in girls. They, that's what I was going to say. Sometimes they need to. You get to bring them in and let them sit down and, and be of something productive. Because it's that mm. same energy, but now mm. you got to direct it somewhere. And it's it's positivity. And back to kind of piggybacking off of not it not being for everybody. And sometimes you have to do things by yourself. Sometimes you mm. step on people's feet or they step on your feet. Mm-hmm. I look at my, my Bronx Parents Organization with the um with the autism organization. I co-founded that group, but I have two co-founders. It, we three of us started that group. And mm-hmm. we're very separate in what we do. And we don't step on each other's feet. So it's mm-hmm. hard, to, especially when you're dealing with other women, to mm-hmm. not step on people's feet. So mm-hmm. that's that's important. Well, that's the amazing thing about it. Well, guys, I guess you heard it here today on our first episode. And glory be to God, um, she has decided to come on for Freedom Fridays. Freedom Fridays is where we just chop it up. As girls, we talk about anything that's on our mind. It is going to be our safe place for just women. So, guys, if you're listening to this show today, just kindly exit to the left. And we'll be back with you guys for more great topics. But listen, guys. Seriously, Freedom Fridays is just that for anybody to come on and chop it up with my girl, New York Eyes, a.k.a. Miss Riri, a.k.a. Irene, um, and as well as anybody in the triad, this is free advertisement. You can't get no better than that when you're um, talking to your community. This is free advertisement. I've said it before. Hit me up in my inbox. You can go to anchor.fm. You can even... Uh, email me at vtsmart1 that's the number one at gmail.com come on get your five minutes of fame if you're in the triad talk about your business talk about what you do at your business especially my black and brown faces because when you get up there those big companies they will charge you by the minute or the hour just to make a commercial so I like to say let's start at the ground ground floor first Let's each other try to bring each other up. Shout outs to Vegas places because that brother does that. His podcast, he's always visiting a restaurant in Vegas and showcasing their amazing food and and the different things. And I, we need that togetherness. 
Guys, don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Amazon, Apple Music, Castro, Good Pods, where we are now number one in relationships, number 18 on the overall top 100 charts. Good Pods, thank you. Thank you so much for that amazing platform for independent podcasters. You guys be blessed in everything you do. We'll see you the next time next Friday with my girl, Irene. Irene, tell them where they can find you at the Happiest Movement. Um, tell them about your social media handles. Go ahead and give give yourself I'm, a little shout I'm, out. I'm a little bit of everywhere. Um, I'm trying to get my feet replanted in some things, but definitely my um, Bronx Parents Autism Support Circle and our happiness movement. But um, again, going forward, I'll be able to express more about the things that I'm doing. Again, it's me finding my comfort again. And my confidence again and getting past this stutter that nobody hears but me. Nobody hears that but your girl anyway. <laughs> listen, this is my new co-host on Freedom Friday. She don't know it yet, but I've all but adopted her. <gasps> and people know when I adopt people, that's just the way it's going to be because God said it. I didn't say it. God said it. But anyway, <laughs> yes, you guys, with the uh, Bronx Autism I want. I do want to let you guys know if you are planning on purchasing anything from Amazon, all you have to do is purchase it under the Bronx Autism Group, and proceeds of that money will go to support that amazing, amazing platform that she has over there and that group of people that need us every day out here in the community. A lot of things that get looks over in the black and brown community, and autism is one of them. So when you're making that purchase, just click on Bronx Autism Group and just make the purchase. You can get the same stuff. You're just, you know, you're helping a cause. So with that being said, you guys be blessed in your weekend. Find yourself in a good Bible-based church. And of course, this is Easter weekend. So give God some glory and give him some praise and let him know that you're thankful that he rose on the third day, that he died on the cross for us and he rose on the third days. With that, I'll say peace and blessings to you. Until next time.